Welcome to the Real Tale Podcast. This is your host and writer for yourentertainmentcorner.com, Kelsey Loizel. And with me today is my co-host, Mark Salcedo. Hi. <laughs> Managing editor and writer at Screen Geek. <laughs> we were having a conversation just before. Uh huh. They're called Tata towels. Oh, <laughs> that's the shirt you're talking about, Tata. They're towel? not. It's not a shirt. Okay. It's a towel that goes around your neck and holds your boobs. Mm. Mm. You know. I probably should get get myself one of those. Two of them. Three of them. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, what? What do I know? You said you should. Mm-hmm. That means you have patience. Yeah. Because yes. because you're not like I gotta hurry up and get them now, right? Mm-hmm. I hear patience is a virtue. <laughs> okay. But I ain't never been able to wait to see if that motherfucker true or not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I would. I would laugh harder if that uh, was true. But you've been dealing with my bullshit for like seven years. So you're a very patient individual. I think I was born dealing with bullshit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have a huge capacity for it. And when I, <laughs> when I finally run out of patience, uh-huh. you know it's a fucking problem. Okay, so am I like, am I like... Am I like a quarter of the tank full, half a tank full, three quarters of the tank full? Like, where, where, where am I at on the patient's level with you? Right now, or have you ever been? Let's say right now, just over the years. Over, oh. <laughs> <laughs> over the, Qu- okay. Quantify this right let's, now. <laughs> let's see. With your bullshit. Okay. Um, I'd say right now you're about half. Half? Okay. Which is pretty good, because there are times, mm. even in the recent past, where mm. I've been like... Right at ninety eight percent. Okay, I got you. I got you. I mean, it's understandable. I mean, I mean, with me and you, you're like it's over. It's like it's filled. You fill the cup twice. Mm. You know, in the past minute. <laughs> <laughs> with your bullshit, it smells yeah, too. Yeah, with my own bullshit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it smells too. It smells delicious. Cotton candy. <laughs> I don't know why I think of cotton candy. I, that reminds me of shit in general. Cotton candy? Uh, no, no, no. Bullshit. Okay. I saw something on Facebook. Where <laughs> the biggest bullshit. <laughs> I know. It was like someone said I find I actually had to tell my girlfriend that it's weird that when she's taking a shower for her to like shit in her hand and throw it in the toilet. Well, she's in the- <laughs> I know. I was like, what the fuck? Someone does that? God, people are fucking disgusting. <laughs> Speaking of bullshit and Facebook, you can find us on Facebook. <laughs> You're like, fuck. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 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 <laughs> Gotta get them games. <laughs> it broke the fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta work right. on them games. Instagram at the real appeal. Mm. Two E's in real. <laughs> You can email us at therealappeal at gmail.com. And if you could please review us on iTunes so we can get noticed. Um, our segments this week are 
the news, our recent review of The Harder They Fall, Variety Time, we're doing Try This, Not That, um, our geriatric cinematic is 1993's Posse, mm. and what's the topic? <laughs> Killing on the twos and the fours. Hmm. I'm laughing because Kelsey was like, I don't understand your topic. <laughs> I was like, you just brought out that white card. <laughs> okay, because black people, we dance on the twos and the fours. Because that's like our rhythm, our twos and the fours, mm-hmm. right? White people dance on the ones and the threes where they're like, nah, nah, like all over the place. Mm-hmm. So since both these movies is very filled to the brim with black actors and actresses, the killing on the twos and the four. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Shut up, it was funny in my head. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> uh, you know. Mm. No, always, I don't know. Always making my, my whiteness the subject of, you know, the butt of your jokes. Because it's funny. Mm. Sure. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt you? <laughs> yeah. You like being hurt, though. Yeah, but like, not while we're recording. <laughs> As you're dancing. I know, right? <laughs> So, uh, what's going on in the news? Uh, well, last Friday was essentially a Disney Plus day. Um, everything Disney had to show from Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, it got a re- It was on online. Now, I laugh at this because at the same time, this was kind of a clusterfuck because nobody knew exactly where to get this information. Like, they didn't really do any, like, proper press announcement. They weren't like, oh, go to this website. Like, remember sometime this year, they did this whole, uh, they did, like, a, what's it called? Uh, like, the shareholders event or whatever. And they showed, like, Patty Jenkins is going to be doing Rose Squadron. We're doing Star Wars Visions. This is what's happening with Marvel. You mm-hmm. know, remember there was, like, videos of it? That was last year? No, it was this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was this year. They didn't do, they didn't do it like that at all. People, like... Everybody had to get this information via Twitter. Oh, Jesus. Or there were some uh, publication sites that got it a day early and didn't know that they were supposed to, that it was embargoed and this released it like the day before. Mm. But that's a whole separate story. So, excuse me. So what happened was that Disney Plus is celebrating second anniversary for Disney Plus Day. Um they showed uh, their highly anticipated shows that will be arriving in 2022, which include uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, oh, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, She-Hulk, and like I said, a bunch of other stuff. So we're just going to go ahead and kind of break down some of the stuff that kind of caught our attention. Um, first up, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, I myself have been really looking forward to this. A lot of people have been looking for this show since it was announced in 2019. They show some pretty cool, badass uh, concept art. Um, one that everybody's talking about is the fact that uh, there will more than likely be a battle between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan Kenobi once again. Mm-hmm. Um, that goes on par because Hayden Christensen is coming back you know, to play Vader. Mm-hmm. Um, Deborah Cho did say something about like the the world is this world is different like it takes like it takes the story's going to take place 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. So Obi-Wan is trying to protect uh 
Luke Skywalker from afar. Um, but Deborah Cho did say that during this whole world, it's gonna. She said it's not safe. There's Jedi hunters out there. So there's gonna be like a probably like a lot of action and stuff like that. You um, McGregor, he even kind of admitted like, yeah, we've come up with some issues like, um, oh, ambulance is going on. Um, I believe it was like last year that they caused like a huge hiccup with the production because they had to like essentially rewrite the show mm. because they say the show was getting too close to the Mandalorian oh. like story wise and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, like I say, it's just a bunch of like cool concept art and stuff like that. No trailer, no nothing like that, but pretty much like, Hey, we're still doing this. It's coming. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of feel like sometimes that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. with things like i don't know like people get all hyped up and then it's just like yeah we're just making this thing and they're like oh we knew that already <laughs> yeah i mean but it's 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 people having to remind having to be reminded like oh yeah this is still happening yeah because there, there have been plenty of times where i hear an announcement that something is coming and i'm like wait that's coming like what happened like i, I completely forgot about it. like no lie i kept asking uh frank from screen geek about Space Jam, the new legacy. I was mm-hmm. like, did that movie really happen? Something tells me that that's still a fucking lie. Mm-hmm. Even though it got released like two months ago. <laughs> um, so what else did they announce? Uh, oh, X-Men 97. Mm-hmm. Now, Kelsey, did you ever watch X-Men the Animated Series? Yeah, I was pretty young though. Yeah, you're like a, a wee lad. A, a, a lad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I was nine. You were nine. In ninety seven I was nine. Oh, okay. I was about fourteen, I think. I think. Or was I thirteen? Whatever. Age is stuff age is stupid. How old are you? Thirty seven? And I'm about to be thirty three. I thought you're about to be thirty four. Oh yeah, I'm about to be thirty four. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're like three and a half years apart. Yeah. Uh so yeah, there's gonna be uh there's going to be an anime series for X-Men uh, called X-Men 97. What's funny? Just laughing at what we were just saying. <laughs> oh, about the whole age thing? Yeah. Um, have you checked out the concept art? Yeah, or I the, looked the character at what you posted the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am about... I, I really like this art style mm-hmm. that they're going with. Um, I love... I really loved X-Men the anime series when I was growing up. The later years, it got really bad. Like, the animation got really sloppy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and from what I heard, they pretty much had, like, no budget while putting that cartoon together. Oh. Um, and you can, you can see it in some of the episodes. You're just like, why are they kind of, like, repeating this shot? Or why are they, like, <laughs> moving slower than they should and shit like that? Um, so, I believe a couple days ago, they've already announced the character designer. Uh, her name is Amelia Fidel. Um, she's going to be the head character designer, and they, she's got some art out right now, kind of give you an idea of what the characters are going to look like. I really like the style. I think this looks fucking badass. Yeah, I like it too. Uh, what else happened? Oh, Moon Knight! Finally got some Moon Knight uh, footage. I can't hear Moon Knight and not think of Sister Knight. Oh, from... Um, Watchmen? From Watchmen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Moon Knight, that's going to be starring Oscar Isaac. They finally showed like a little bit of like, I, it's, I, I, I wouldn't say it was a trailer, but more of just like some like teaser footage and stuff like that. And I mean, it's well, my whole thing is like, if Oscar Isaac is going to be in your project, your project's probably going to be like fucking dope. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there's like this one really cool shot where they show like the Moon Knight character like jumping from building to building, like a like passing the moon, mm-hmm. and the moon's like at a certain like not angle, but what's it called? Like when it's like in a position where it looks different. What's it called? Lunar eclipse. Yeah, it wasn't like a lunar eclipse, but like you know, it was like half moon or some shit like, like that. Oh, like a crescent moon. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was something like that. Um, and I thought that looked great. Mm-hmm. Did you get a chance to check it out? No. <sighs> Just talking to myself now. <laughs> now <I'm shocking. laughs> um, well, what I did, I did read what you put mm-hmm. in the thing right now, mm-hmm. and um. I like the fact that they said the vigilante suffers from a dissociative identity disorder. And yeah. that, like, each mm-hmm. identity, like, lives inside of him. And they're, like, each thrust into, like, a deadly war of, mm-hmm. like, the gods against the backdrop of modern ancient Egypt, blah, 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 blah. But I like that type of thing because, like, mm-hmm. I feel like... <sighs> Like, even with Batman, right? Like, you know, there's, mm. he's fucked up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, he's really fucked up. And, mm. like, but no one ever thinks about his mental health and, like, mm. only in, like, a passive kind of way. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there have been, like, a number of issues and even, like, certain episodes of, like, cartoons and stuff like that. They've kind of gotten into, like, the mind of Batman and how, like, deranged he really is. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this... There, there was something I saw. It was so fucking funny. It was like a cartoon. It might have been like Justice League or something, where, um, so I think it might have been Wonder Woman or somebody like put like the Lasso of Truth on like the superheroes and stuff like that, and they put one on Flash, and it was like, you know, reveal your identity. You know, he's like I'm Barry Allen, and the Superman's like, you know, put on Superman. Reveal your identity. I'm Clark Kent, and then <laughs> they put it on Batman. Reveal your true identity. I'm Batman. <laughs> 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 and it makes sense because that because like bruce wayne always comes off as a person of like he's only comfortable when he's batman never when he's bruce wayne because like bruce wayne is the mask batman is like the true identity and mm. shit. um but yeah that goes on to like what you're saying about like the uh dissociative identity disorder um i'm not real familiar with moon knight but i do know that like moon knight does have like split personality and stuff like that mm-hmm. i think one's personality is like an egyptian god or some some crazy shit I really like that kind of stuff. Mm. Also, it kind of makes you think a little bit of Legion. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, plus, you know, it's Oscar Isaac. Mm. Like, he's, he's, he's fucking knocking it out of the park. Can't go wrong with him. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, okay, so another thing that they covered was She-Hulk. Um, I, I've been so curious about how they're going to do it, how they're going to do this. Uh, because uh, Tatiana uh, Maslany, Maslany, yeah. Um, I haven't really seen any photos or they, like they showed like a little trailer, like a little teaser of what the show is going to be about or how it's going to play out and stuff like that. Um, we do get like a shot of what's of Professor Hulk, mm-hmm. which raises the question of like, okay, so what happened where he Professor Hulk and he turns into a different version, which we later see in Shang-Chi, um, which you no know, we don't want to spoil it. Um so I'm hoping we're gonna see that. Like what the Like steps, what happened? Yeah, yeah, like what happened to him and everything. There is this really, really, really great homage that they do where uh you see Mark Ruffalo standing there, but he's like clearly in like 
seventies getup, like mm-hmm. the seventies like jean, like denim Canadian suit get uh, getup, and you see Jennifer Walters, and she's like, "You don't make me angry. You don't like me when I'm angry." And I was like, "Yes, that's from the old home TV show." Yeah, <laughs> I was all happy when I saw that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm curious to see how they're gonna play this. How like. Like how the how's the animation gonna work? How the CGI is gonna work out? Because She Hulk is like seven foot five, eight foot tall, like Amazonian looking person. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not just regular size. So it's just like okay, so how are we gonna like make this work? Gotcha. Yeah, I had to look up who she was for a second. I'm like that name is so fucking familiar. Who the and I knew Tatiana who she Muslan? was when it was announced but i mm. forgot yeah homegirl from um perry mason yeah yeah, yeah i'm like fuck yes <laughs> now i'm excited again <laughs> see you're saying you're excited about her and that and you should really check out uh orphan black mm-hmm. that like people like to this day people are just like i don't understand how she never won an emmy for that show because her performance was like fucking amazing because she's a woman yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so what else um uh, oh for yeah she hulk they said that it's gonna come out like in 2022 um and then uh for miss marvel uh once again like i said they show a little teaser little clips and stuff like that um this is another show i'm really excited to watch um i was reading the miss marvel comic when it first came out um i love the fact that it's like a it's the story is on a kamala khan a 16 year old pakistani american um they do this really really funny part in the comic book where because uh, Kamala Khan, her hero, her, her idol is Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. And if you go into Captain Marvel's like history, her costume history, very skimpy outfit. Yeah. Very super skimpy outfit, right? So in the comics, she wants to become the new, she wants to become Miss Marvel because Miss Marvel is no longer there. She's now Captain Marvel. She's like, all right, I want to idolize this person. I want to be Miss Marvel, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like trying to figure out her costume and stuff like that. And she she literally puts on the exact same skimpy outfit that that Miss Marvel wore in her earlier years. And Kamala Khan is like, "Why would you wear this? It this just makes no fucking sense, you know." <laughs> so she like turns like this really cool outfit and stuff like that. Um, it was like I said, very small snippet. Uh, they even show her kind of like her prototype costume for like a few seconds. Does it make sense how she gets her powers? Because, like, the... Mm -hmm. Okay. Because, like, the little synopsis of, like, who she is and everything, Mm -hmm. it kind of, like... It sounds flat. No, no. It's... uh, Her her backstory is... She... What happened was there is, um, like, deep, deep, deep Marvel lore is... Okay... The Celestials came, the Celestials came to Earth and they experimented with humans, right? And there's three types of humans. There was uh there were deviants, gods, and humans, right? But each human, not each human, some humans carry what's called the inhuman gene. I might be wrong with that title, whatever. But it took millions upon millions upon y- millions of years for it to jumpstart. Like mm-hmm. kind of like the mutant gene in the X-Men comics, right? Mm-hmm. But there's this thing that happens where this gas comes out. I can't remember the name of the fucking gas, but this gas comes out and it like kickstarts the the inhuman gene, and that's how her power her powers come about. She's essentially an inhuman. Mm. Um, and then you know explore that and everything like that. Gotcha. I'm trying to remember if that's it correctly because I'm like, I'm like <laughs> some some of like my Marvel history is like like messed up and shit. Yeah, because there's so much that it all starts melding together. Oh yeah. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Do you want to mention the other shows? Uh, yeah. Um, and and the other shows that they announced. I mean, they didn't really show anything. They were just like, boom. Here's like a title card. You know, here's the name of it or some shit. Mm-hmm. So Agatha, a House of Harkness. That show's getting. She's getting her own show. That's cool. I, I'm really curious how they're gonna do that. What they're gonna do with that? Uh, Spider Man freshman year. Uh, Echo. Marvel Zombies. I'm really shocked they're doing a Marvel Zombies show. Really? I don't know if it's going to be a cartoon or or whatnot. Because the comic books are kind of like really bloody and gory. So I would imagine they're going to like PG-13 that shit. But... I would love if they did like... Oh, The Walking Dead. Mar- like, you know... Mm, but Marvel Zombies. But when it was good. And yeah, like, yeah. But with Marvel Zombies... That's and a, make it live action. The, that's the thing. I, I used to read the Marvel Zombies comic. Um, I have, like, the graphic novels. I have, like, maybe six of them or something like that. But they start getting, like, way, way, like, longer and deeper and stuff like that. Um, there's that's, actually... That sounded bad. I know, right? <laughs> there's actually a connection to Marvel Zombies and uh, Ash, Ash Williams from The Evil Dead. Really? Yeah, it's, like, it's very convoluted. I have to, like, remember it really hard, but, like... You have to remember it really hard. Yeah, I know. Right? I, have to, I have to think hard. <laughs> uh, but pr- short answer: the Necronomicon started the Marvel Zombies. Ah, it's, it's so it's so wacky and stupid. <laughs> um, so the Ironheart, uh, Secret Invasion, which we already knew that was coming out, they released a picture of what Nick Fury looks like now, and it's pretty much with him without his eye patch, just looking like old and stuff like that. Mm. Um, I am Groot. There's going to be an I am Groot TV show, which I'm. Oh, okay. Sure, why not? <laughs> That's probably going to be for kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, there is a Willow sequel that it will be that is coming out. Um, they showed a uh, like a meeting of the cast um, with... Uh, oh, I forgot the dude who plays Willow. Um, a what? Willow sequel? I don't even know what Willow is. You don't... <sighs> I'm that's I'm not surprised by that. Uh, why am I forgetting his name? Oh, Warwick Davis. Stupid me. Warwick Davis himself who was in Willow, came out, like, in the video. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm Warwick Davis, you know, from this, this, and this. And he's, like, introducing the cast, but he's, like, doing it in a kind of really funny way. Mm. So it was it was, it was was a good one. Um, and then there's going to be a Baymax show, which is a spinoff of Big Hero 6. Did mm. you watch Big Hero 6? You didn't take the girls to watch that, did you? Everyone says Baymax, and I think about that big guy that, like, is, like, a pill or dispenses pills or something. Like a big white thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's Baymax. Oh. I did not see that as anything having to do with... Big Hero 6? Marvel. Oh, because it's Disney. Oh, because... I'm sorry, because it's it's Pixar. Oh, yeah. Mind you, this is also Disney-Pixar stuff. I don't think I took the girls to see that, but I definitely... I saw it... Somewhere. That's all I (laughs) I like. I saw it somewhere. (laughs) And I also don't remember much of it. That's fine. But it was good. That's fine. Well, what we'll do is um, I'll show it to you, mm-hmm. and we'll watch it over and over until it never leaves your mind. That'll be never. Come on. You can watch that through recording. <laughs> Actually, I don't care to watch it either. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and there's a, there's a bunch of other stuff that happened as well, uh, but we only have so much time. Um, we'll make sure to link it in the show notes so you guys can get like a breakdown exactly what happened on Disney Plus Day. And we, we say we'll link it in the show notes, and then we'll forget to like we always do. No, no. I look at, I look at everything in the show notes. You stop it. You're making me sound incompetent. You stop it. 
Stop it. <laughs> All right, what do we got next? Next, we have our recent review of The Harder They Fall. Man, old devil, this is going to be Buck's last day amongst the living. What exactly he do to you? Call it a professional robbery. I know who you are. That love, the outlaw, hunts down those who trespass against him with no mercy. Where is he? Where is who? Your boss. My boss. Clearly, you don't know me. I heard Rufus Buck was back. So ain't no rule to ask a friend to travel. You think Destiny's coming to you? My guns go back. A new day is dawning. Slow. When an outlaw discovers his enemy is being released from prison, he reunites his gang to seek revenge in this western. Uh, directed by James Samuel, written by him and Bo Ziakin. Uh, stars Jonathan Majors, Daniel Deadweiler, Zazie Beetz, Regina King, Lakeith Stanfield, Idris Elba, and Delroy Lindo. Tata Tals. I looked it up. I have seen these things. I didn't know those. Oh, I've seen these like knitted ta ta towels. Oh, these are kind of sexy. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I fell down this rabbit hole now. Okay, anyway, all right, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, Stop it. Stop I, it, Mark. Hey, you're the, you're the one like, you should look it up. I didn't okay. tell you to think they were sexy. <laughs> look, it's a woman's I, body. I think they're funny. <laughs> you think they're funny? <laughs> yeah. I don't think they look funny. Mm-hmm. I just think they're funny. Yeah, like the just to use them to hold your boobs and they don't sweat is funny. <laughs> I feel like I should buy myself a pair of those <laughs> just for just for laughs. Um, but yeah, that's not why that's not why we're in this second talking about the harder they fall. <laughs> um, Kelsey, what did you think about this movie? I love this movie. Did you? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. All right. That's it. That's it. That's the end. Uh, so, what did you what did you love about it? Um, I loved the style, mm-hmm. the acting, mm-hmm. the direction, the music. Yeah. Um, it had some like sort of comedic timing. Mm-hmm. I loved how they used like old timey talk for most of it, but sometimes they kind of broke that. Oh, they make it like very urban. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or very, I'm sorry, very modern. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um. I like the cast. Yeah, this cast is fucking amazing. It's like the who who the who's who of like like black actors now. The only person I don't know on the list is Daniel Deadweiler. Daniel Deadweiler, that's the homeboy. Oh my homeboy. I'm sorry, that's the woman. I don't I've I've never seen her before and I don't think I've seen her in anything. Um gosh, she does look familiar. Holy she shit. She does look familiar. Like she would have been in like like, um, what the fuck is this name? She was in Watchmen. She played Jordan June. Peele or something. Oh, you mean like Get Out or, or something like one of his things? Yeah, yeah. I am she, she's in P Valley. I've not watched that. She's in Paradise Lost. She's been a lot of like, she was in Watchmen, but she played June, and I don't remember who June was in that show. June? Yeah. Wasn't June the daughter of, um, the scientist lady? Um, oh no, she was Asian. 
Let me see. June and Watchmen. June Amber. Amber. Oh, the June is with the form of Will Weaves, the secret of the Nose, the vision of the Oh, okay. Oh! Okay, she's the husband of the Hood of Justice. And when, when they're doing that re, that uh, flashback episode with Gina King, where she sees inside who like the Hood of Justice was and everything, uh-huh. she was the wife. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. I'm like looking at that stuff right now. <laughs> okay, anyway, all right. Okay, that's why she looks familiar. That's why she looks familiar. Okay, um, so what did you think? Of, what do you think about the directing from uh, James Sam- Samuel? <laughs> Samuel. Samuel. Yeah, Samuel. <laughs> um, I liked his directing. Yeah, he's mainly known for like a. He's mainly known for like a, as a musical director. Really? Yeah, and you can kind of see it in this movie because it's very like. It's not like there's not really anything boring in this in this movie. You know, I mean, it's not like something's like constantly happening, but it, it's at least entertaining, especially like the dialogue mm-hmm. and like the music cues and stuff like that. And then when this when the stuff's like really starts popping off, like let's say like the train scene and shit like that, mm-hmm. you got a sense of like, all right, this is like a lively director. This director has like energy in his film. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You definitely get that. And also, I guess with each scene, too, you get like you could put it in a stage play. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um or like a mu- musical that's interchangeable for me, but I know it's different. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And, um, and in, in terms of performance, who, anybody stuck out in particular for you? Shit. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I like Idris Elba, but I'm getting kind of tired of seeing him. He has been popping up in a lot of places. And he's always the same. He's really I, gruff. Like he was. Yeah, I, I see in, that. The, in the Suicide Squad, I felt like he yeah. was very similar to the Rufus character, mm-hmm. but Rufus was a little more evil. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty much he's pretty rough <clears throat> around the edges in everything he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that. Like, I got well. I, I on the other, hand, I don't. I'm, I never get tired of seeing Idris Elba. Um, I really like seeing him in like anything he does show up. I do. He. It's not often that he plays a villain. Like an actual villain. That's villain. true, so. and I, and I, I'm not saying I don't like him. I mm. like him, but he's not standing out for me because I see him so much. Oh, I got you. Okay. Um. Also, Delroy Lindo. I feel the same about him. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, love seeing Delroy Lindo again. Lakeith Stanfield. That is your boy. You, I, you, I fucking love his eyes. You love seeing him in fucking everything. Him and Jonathan Majors. Oh, Jonathan fucking zazzy beats mm. i love her mm. but I, she sometimes reminds me of my sister in a way how so like uh i don't know i don't know how to explain it like her nose oh just like her facial expressions some of her like her facial features mm, okay yeah yo if your sister's that hot can you give me her number she's not trust me okay Plus she, plus, she told me how crazy she is, so I don't... Hey, uh, she ain't the fun crazy. Yeah, I have enough crazy in my life. I don't need more. <laughs> um, yeah, so so the, um, so for the people that I liked the most were Lucky Stanfield and mm-hmm. Jonathan Majors, but also Danielle Deadweiler, because I didn't know who she was 
but I really enjoyed her character. Yeah, her character. It's funny because like the way how her, her character could have come off is like someone who's like really in the background who like maybe says something like here and there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But there are great moments where they put that character in the foreground mm-hmm. and it makes you really feel like she's like you, you she's, connect with her. Yeah, she's like great with like expressing her eyes. Her eyes are just always wide as fuck. <laughs> yeah, but like there's a different levels of why there's like like there's like a why that she has where she's like go ahead and do something i'm gonna fuck you up right now mm. like like if- but no but it always comes with like a level of trepidation mm, okay you know like mm. you don't look at her and think she could fuck anybody uh, up. yeah i know that's what, that's what i'm getting yeah, at. yeah, yeah yeah but like when when it does like this okay not not to like downgrade or whatever her look but she gave this look that reminded me of the look my mom would give me when i fucked up as a kid like oh shit <laughs> Um, but there are plenty of times where, like, because like, there's a couple scenes, a uh, couple scenes in the movie where she has to like really emote like being hurt or being, I guess, in a way, kind of like seen in a light that she doesn't want to be seen, mm-hmm. and it's a very vulnerable moment, but it works so well. Um, and it's it's not I don't want to say it's play for last, but like, there's a little bit of like, okay, let's not take it too seriously. Let's have a little bit of fun, but we can still understand that like, oh, she's like a person who's like super guarded. Mm-hmm. Which I, I was really enjoying her performance. Me too. Um, so I'm gonna second your emotion about like he Stanfield. Ah, I love I oh, not, not not that like he's the one who stands out for me, but like I really enjoy seeing him in this. Surprisingly, he seems a bit more lively in this one than a lot of his other stuff. Um, I, you know what I I like about him? Hmm. His actions and his acting do not match his face. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, he's one of those people that you will never be able to read. Even on mm-hmm. screen, it's so weird. He should not, he shouldn't, like, I'm glad he's an actor, mm-hmm. but, like, it's almost like it shouldn't work, but it still does. I th- I think I think the reason why it does work, like you say, it shouldn't, but it does, is because it's, in a way, it's kind of unique, you know, because there, cause there are actors who, like, well, too high, too low, or kind of like playing the middle and stuff like that. He does this weird thing where it's like off balance, but it's like smoothly off balance. If you get what I'm saying, yeah. Like it, he, it's to me, it's kind of freaky. Like, <laughs> like I'm like always kind of like uncomfortable by it, but I want more. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, I can't wait for I can't wait for his for him to return in Atlanta when that show comes back. Mm. God, I miss those fucking characters. I think my my uh, introduction to him though was with um, Sorry to bother you. Oh, the Boots Riley film. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying. Yeah, because I think I watched that before I started watching Atlanta. I'm trying to think what else. I I feel like I might have seen him something before he like blew up, but it's um, I can't really think of anything. Excuse me. Knives out. No, no, he was. <laughs> no, he was. He was already blown the fuck up by that time. Um, knives in. <sighs> knives on the side. <laughs> uh, knives up. Knives up. We stop it. Knives dead. Oh, now I remember Short Turn 12. That's what I remember seeing him in before he blew the fuck up. Mm. We stop that. Stop what? All that knife stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the person who stuck out for me the most is Jonathan Majors. I love seeing Jonathan Majors. Like, that dude is such a phenomenal actor. He's like, um, I believe people are referring to him as like the It Negro right now. Or the it, the it black actor mm-hmm. right now. What's it, there? There are phases like it does happen in Hollywood, but I like the fact how much he's fucking shining. I really 
really can't wait to see him as uh, Kang the Conqueror in the in the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe. My first real, I think, uh, introduction to him mm. was with that HBO show. Um, the HP Lovecraft show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was kind of mad at his character. Oh, because I was always so fucking angry all the time. It, but it made sense, especially like in the context of no, the show. I know that, but like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Me, I don't know if it's just because it's my preference or maybe I'm just too white, but I was just kind of like, like I get the anger, but mm-hmm. I just couldn't deal with it all every all the time. Oh, yeah, I got you. Yeah, because I remember when we were breaking down uh, those episodes, that was like one of... I don't say one of your biggest issues with that with that show, but like you kept like kind of coming back to it, and it made it made complete sense, you know. Yeah. Um, um, but I like the fact that he was still angry in this one, but it was still kind of like it wasn't the only thing he was, mm-hmm. and so I could see his acting ability more. Yeah. And I, so I guess I'm happy that I saw him that way, because, um, like. I had a feeling he was a great actor more than just being fucking angry all the time. Yeah. And I got to see it. Yes. Um, so in regards to Jonathan Majors, um, like the first time I saw him was the last black man <clears throat> in San Francisco. And it's so funny because his character, he's like a secondary character, mm. but like whenever he is like in a scene, he like steals the scene. Mm. He plays like this character. He plays this character who clearly has like some type of mental issue, but he doesn't really play like, he doesn't oversell it. He he's like kind of awkward and stuff like that. But I remember seeing him in that movie. And I was like, damn, that dude's gonna be like fucking huge. Mm. Like w- when he's gonna start glowing up very soon. Um, that's a really good film. I, you would actually, I think you would really appreciate that film because it's like it shows like the beautiful nature of like San Francisco. We were gonna watch it together, and then you watched it without me. I think for. Oscar season or something, and uh, we just never watched it. It wasn't for Oscar season. I was just—I think I was just home and I wanted to watch a bunch of movies. And you know, you were like, "I'm at work," blah 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 blah, and I was like, "Fine." And you're like, "Fine, I'll be selfish." I know. And I was like, "You go be an adult. I'll be a kid." La 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so do you want to you want to hop in the spoiler section? Yes. All right, so we're gonna get into the spoiler section right now talk about the heart of they fall in great details we'll try not to come back and still be talking about tata towels not tata towels or like the long like half hour like philosophical discussion we had before recording (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah if you guys don't want to be spoiled uh in regards to the heart of they fall here's your spoiler bumper right about now Kind of like this. I like the spoiler section. Yeah. It's very roomy. I think so too. Could be a little bit cooler, but you know. It's not that bad today. Yeah, I know, but it's November. It should be fucking cold. It shouldn't have been in the 80s today. Fuck, man. Like 90s. Global warming. Global warming. <laughs> anyway, uh, any particular scene that really stuck out for you in The Heart of the Fall? <sighs> I think it was the one with the reveal. Oh, the, the, uh, the, 
<laughs> okay, you just want to jump into that one? Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. let's jump into it. Go, go. I like that one. Mm-hmm. I know the reveal. You're like, come on. But I like the acting in it. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah. I, I will definitely give you that. The acting in that reveal, the acting in that scene after it's revealed that Idris Elba is really uh, Jonathan Major's brother. In real in, life. In, yeah, in real life. <laughs> within the context of the, in the movie, that was some great acting. I was bothered because I was just like, don't take that cheap route. Like, come on. Come on. <laughs> just make the dude evil for just being evil. Like, fuck it. You know? And it's like they try to give him like a. A sob story so that mm-hmm. you could feel bad for him. Yeah. But it didn't really stick. Mm-hmm. And I guess I felt bad for Jonathan Major's character. Because I was like, he's not a bad guy. Who, Idris Elba? Yeah. No, no, not Idris Elba. Um, oh, Jonathan, Jonathan Major's. Major. Yeah. Because he's not a bad guy, but like, like I almost could throw you into that character. I'd okay. be like, you're a good person, but like. All these outside influences told you that you weren't over the years, and mm-hmm. you're still trying to like unfuck that fucking knot. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, <laughs> wait, hold on, hold on, say that again. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever heard you say that. What unfuck? <laughs> unfuck that fucking knot. <laughs> oh my god, I fucking like that. <laughs> I've never heard. I don't think I've ever heard that anywhere. What, unfuck something? No, just unf- No, it, the way how you said it. Like, un- I know unfuck something, but you're like, unfuck that fucking knot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, someone's like, vitriol. Like, unfuck that fucking knot, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But, like, in a way, Jonathan Major's character, Nat Love, like, he already had a history that he was dealing with. Mm-hmm. And instead of, like, working it out, which he was trying to work towards, mm-hmm. it got worse for him. And I think, you know, like, it's like pulling the wrong string in the knot and you made it worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you with that. Um, like, I feel bad. Like, it just, that's, um, it's almost like good pain. Like, it's not a really a happy ending. Yeah, I mean, that, th- yeah, it's not really a happy ending, but, like, it it sucks because like at the end of the movie they kind of make it make it almost like a happy ending like oh he's gonna like start over or start a new life or whatever, and at the same time it's like yo dude you like but he's gonna live with that now yeah but like he didn't he didn't have that inkling of like fuck I gotta live with this like him and Zazie Beast like rode off into this like sunset like all right we're on thin that, that's then. not reality <laughs> yeah I um oh yeah and then Regina King was yeah I'm actually glad they didn't kill her. <laughs> They they showed her in the distance. I was happy they killed her, and then they didn't kill her. They never killed. She just Zazie Beach just hit the like knocked the shit out of her, and that was it. Mm. I was hoping she was dead. Why do you want to kill Regina King? Because <sighs> she's a great actress. She's a pretty good director. She's fine as fuck. Like mm-hmm. why? Why do you want to do that? Because I can. Anyway. I'm a white person. Do I need any other excuses? Oh, my. Oh, oh now it's okay to bring out the white card. <laughs> um, one thing I, one thing I, I, that I thought this movie did really well is, like, you can't really hate anybody in this movie other than, like, maybe, like, one, two characters. You're like, oh, that dude's kind of annoying or, like, he blows up or, like, whatever. You're like, ah, fuck it. What? Like, fuck that guy. Like, mm-hmm. but there's nothing, there's no really, like, I fucking hate these people. You're just like, oh, all right. I can see why. Yeah. These people are. 
badass. I, I don't know. I think Regina King was the most uh, believable villain in this whole fucking thing. But even she had a sob story. She did, mm-hmm. but in a way, it was more like she was already evil. It just helped her fill the shoes. Mm, okay. Like, yeah, give her like a reason why she's evil and all that shit. No, like she, the sob story she gave were like, she was looking after her sister, mm-hmm. like, and her father sent her away and all, like, beat her ass and then sent her away. Like, I feel like she was already evil and then she killed that girl that was picking on her sister, like, fucking fucked her up. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they, she almost tried to use that as, like, a jumping off point for why she is the way she is. Oh, but okay. you get a sense, like, she was already evil before that. Mm, okay okay I, I didn't really get that sense um I, I mean i get sense that like yeah she's like i mean yeah she's like fucked up and she has like a fucked up upbringing but i never i never really got a sense that like oh she's like evil even before that story i never really got that feeling mm. what you always look like you know work you're stupid well you're you are but no, i'm just kidding damn <laughs> Um, one thing, one thing I really, one thing that I really enjoyed is that some of this movie really plays like an old spaghetti western, mm. like the like the over exaggeration of like being shot and shit like that, <laughs> like the beginning when the when that priest gets shot and literally jumps in the air, and then Jonathan Major shoots him in mid air and shit like that. Well, oh, I was thinking about the guy who was the mayor that Idris Elba took the town back from. Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. how they had like beat him up and they knocked his tooth out or whatever. Yeah. But how he was all laying on the ground, he was like... Yeah, like... Rah, rah. Um, I'm trying to remember what that actor's name. Uh, I think I had him in here, and I think you shortened my list. No, that wasn't... Oh, Dean Cole. That's the dude's name. I, yeah, Dean Cole. That wasn't... I didn't take Dean Cole out. No, you didn't. Yeah. Thought blame me for some shit. It's always your fault. <sighs> You're right. Anyway. <laughs> so, one of the reasons I was really happy to see Deroy Linden... Arlindo in this movie is him and John the Majors worked so well in the in uh, the Five Bloods that it was great to like see him together again. Mm. Um, you feel like because like John the Majors is his Deborah Lindo's character's son in that movie, and in this movie you still kind of get like that father like mentality mm-hmm. with the character. Um, and like I said, and I I, I like the fact that they, that he didn't die, mm-hmm. that Deborah did not die. So check this out. He played Bass Reeves. Mm. So Bass Reeves was a real person. Okay. Bass Reeves was one of the reasons why we had the Hooded Justice in the Watchmen show. Really? Yeah. So they're pretty much so like where um, James uh, Samuel like takes like because a lot of these some of these characters are actually like based in history, actually like real people. Mm. So it's just like another part of like history. Like let's put this put this character and then this story this time. Gotcha. Um. But I think it's awesome. I mean, like, it shows that, like, because, you, you know, you always get, like, these movies, like, with, like, all these white people who, like, did this and this in the past. Let's, like, use their characters and put them in this cool adventure and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. It's so great when you get these, when you get, like, these actual black uh, cowboys in the past and put them together. They might have never have met in real life, but you put them together and you put them in, like, this type of story. It's like, hey, we can keep doing this again and again and again. We can do like another type of the uh, the harder they fall, but like with like two or three of these characters mm-hmm. and see how like they handle in this situation. And well, stuff they like kind of did. Uh, that Regina King directed it with um, 
Oh, one night in Miami. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. See, so something like that. So something like that. You know, it's just, and like that leads to like a very entertaining uh, story. Like this, like the harder they fall, it can be. It's it is a bit deeper. There's a bit more nuance with like these characters and like kind of like generational trauma and anger and stuff like that mm-hmm. but you can still make it fun as fuck to watch mm-hmm. and the heart of the fall was still fun as fuck to watch but it was still like some great acting that was going along you know that's my favorite part hmm. the white town oh yeah <laughs> let's talk about that <laughs> oh my god that was fucking funny what was the count? It was called. I think it was called Maysville or something. It was called Maysville, but I have a distinct feeling that it that it was called Maysville for like Mayoville oh. in a way. That's what. I, that's <laughs> how I was reading it, like Mayoville. But that shit was so funny. All the buildings white, the dirt white, the interior of the buildings white. <laughs> House, Even folks. their clothes, like it was very like lighter color, like very like tan and taupe and like other things that were not red or blue or yeah. And it's it's so funny when Jonathan Major's character and and um, uh, Danielle DeWile, like her character, when they come into town, they stick out like a sore thumb. Mm. Especially how like how she's wearing that red dress. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is so great. Like, it's so visually, like, this is so great. I'm enjoying it. Like, she didn't shit. want to stand out, and then she was really standing out. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> like, they had her wear the, the red dress and everything. She's yeah. like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so in terms of, so, oh, because we didn't, we didn't talk about the writing. Is there anything of the writing that, like, stuck out for you that you, like, enjoyed? Um, the dialogue, for sure. Yeah, the dialogue's great. I love the dialogue, I, and also, like, it it knows what it is and it also doesn't take itself too seriously like it hits all the right notes mm-hmm. um but it also does get serious in parts where it should and it's a great commentary on like you know mayo <laughs> on mayo yeah <laughs> yes definitely <laughs> definitely mayo um all the mayo I didn't. I didn't know this, but apparently, I didn't know this until like later. But apparently, there is a a, a tribute to Chadwick Boseman in this movie. Mm. Um, there's like a scene where like they're robbing. Is Regina? It's the train that Idris Elba is on when he's like locked up and shit. Mm. And on the side of the train, it says like C A Bose Bosewick. And oh, I mean, sorry, Boseman. And that's Chadwick Aaron Boseman. Mm. And that's like his dedication. I didn't notice. That. I didn't notice that. Well. I remember seeing it. I was like, Bozeman? Why is it saying Bozeman? Why does that sound so fucking familiar? And then, like, later <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. There you go. Yeah. Chadwick. Doi. I didn't see it at all. <laughs> of course. You're one of those people who's like, I don't see color. <laughs> I don't. I'm colorblind. You need to stop that. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> You're the one who brought it up. I was making a joke. Yeah, I know. And I was just, you know. You were still joking, right? Yes. Okay. Oof. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Um, Come on, you know me better than that. I fucking hope so. Shit. <laughs> hi, hi, hi. Um, yeah. So all in all, like this is a great movie. Um, it's fun as fuck to watch. And yes. I don't know if Kelsey agrees with that or she just like yeah, whatever. Well, I already said I like it. Okay. No, you said I and love I it. Quote, I love it. Yeah, but the more you keep asking me if I like it, then I'm like. I like it less now than I did the last time you asked me. <laughs> I asked you ten more times. You're like, I hate it. <laughs> All these black people. Definitely. <laughs> um, all right. Anything else? 
No. You. Uh, all right. So what do we got next? Next, we are going to do our variety time. I think it's time we blow this scene. Get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, let's jam. Mark clearly had the wrong thing queued up, but that's fine. Because it's a badass soundtrack and we're just going to leave it. <laughs> I, I did. I, I forgot to swap it out. But fuck, we're just going to leave it in there. <laughs> we're going to leave it in there. <laughs> we don't really have a choice. I know, right? <laughs> I could edit out, but... <laughs> Let's keep it there. Fuck it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this week, uh, for a variety of time, we're doing a, uh, a try this, not that. Um, so, I'll go first. Um, As you usually do. No, I mean, it's it's the Real Appeal podcast created by Mark Salcedo and nobody else. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm nobody. I always knew <laughs> yeah, it. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Co-host by nobody else. <laughs> first and last name. Um. So what we so what I so what I've 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 been checking out I've been going through the final season of uh, Narcos Mexico. Um, I remember we had uh, we were talking about this maybe like a few months ago that it was finally coming out and everything. I'm almost done. Uh, Ten episodes, uh, third and final season. I was in the middle of episode nine where I was like, all right, I gotta leave because Kelsey and I gotta record, and it, I was like. I can't wait for the show to fuck it. Like it's it's good, and I'm like, all right, I'll, I, I kind of like you want it to end, but you don't want it to. Yeah, yeah, because like it's it's funny because like I remember when we talked about it, I was like, okay, it's the final season, good. Like let's just end it on a high note, or at least on a moderately high note, right? But at the same time, I'm like, oh, I can I can go for more because mm-hmm. like the the whole drug war with like Mexico or or any drug war, it's, it's never ended. You can do so many stories with this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So I kind of like I kind of like fucked up because one of the characters who I really like in the show um let me find the dude's name his name is like Amado something um Amado Fuentes I think uh yeah he was like a he was like a a, a big drug lord in Mexico like from like the 80s and 90s right mm-hmm. I really like that actor his name is Jose Maria Yaspic um, his acting is fucking phenomenal. Like mm-hmm. it's so funny because like the pr- the the two previous seasons was more of Diego Luna mm-hmm. and he was he was he was Felix uh, Gaeta I think it was, and now it's switched to like this dude because that character is no longer in the show. And I was at first I was like I don't really care to like see this dude's story right, mm-hmm. but the more I'm like watching it, the more I actually start looking up like this person's actual history. So I kind of know what's gonna happen. With mm-hmm. like the final episode, like the final like couple minutes, um, but I've been enjoying it. Uh, I was a big skeptic. I mean, not other than just this character, but like how they're introducing new characters and shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, like I'm missing this person, missing this person. I wish they would bring this person back and stuff like that. But eventually, it just start growing on me. Um, there's this thing that's kind of weird that they included into this season. Um, they start covering the uh, the Hawadas killings that happened from like 1995 to I think like 2011, and it was like these mysterious killings where like so many women were just being murdered, mm-hmm. like they would just disappear and their bodies would be found and like that would be it, right? And they couldn't find out. I don't know if they ever found the killer, 
But it's so weird because, like, in the show where they're talking about, like, the cocaine movement and, like, how the cartels are running, how, like, certain people are trying to bring down these cartels, there's this story of, like, these killings that just seems out of place. Right. Um, the only connection they have is, like, one character is, like, related to, like, another character in, like, plot A. Uh. And it's weird that they brought it. I get why they did it because, like, I read that the the, the creative team was like, well, this is something that needs to be told This because this happened at the same time. Yeah. But it's like, okay, that's better if you put it on a different show, if you just make the show about that. Because yeah. Because it seems like they're kind of like just fast-tracking it and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, like just stuffing it in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's really, like, my only, like, minor hiccup with it. Um, and like the performance is like really great. I, I gotta tell you what I've been doing while, because I'm so like wanted to watch this show. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm always doing something in my room. I'm either doing like homework or like I'm just doing something, right? Getting stuff for your podcast, research or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't want to miss anything, right? Granted, I can pause it, but I'm like I'm so eager to like watch it. This this show is, I would say, eighty percent Spanish. So you have to watch it, yeah. I found a way around it. <laughs> hmm. You can go. Uh, so on my Apple TV. You can go into the audio section and go down to the subtitles. Under uh, subtitles, the audio track, mm-hmm. and then put it in English, which is already in English. But you can do English scene description, <laughs> <laughs> and it's for it's for it's for people who are blind oh. who can only see right, or who can only hear. So they'll so like while I'm doing this, I'm hearing the di- the Spanish dialogue spoken in English, and like someone like if they're reading the script, like he turns around, he does this, da 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 da, like that kind of thing. Uh-huh. It's very disjointing because it's so computerized, <laughs> but I'm still like, oh that's so fucked up, oh my god, and I like turn and like look at it and shit. <laughs> um, so I'll say like fifty percent, fifty percent of the show I've been watching is like that way. The other fifty. <laughs> okay, you know what? Sixty forty. Okay, I say sixty four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, so what what have what have you been watching? Look, I always I feel like I always do this, but I always I, f- I always bring documentaries onto the show when we talk about try this. That's your that. jam, though. It is. Mm-hmm. I was watching Rotten. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. It has two seasons out. They don't know if they're like they haven't announced either way a third season, yes mm-hmm. or no. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's this, what's this show about? So the show is basically like, um, investigative journalism into the world of food. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not like the story of like someone who invented this type of food or something. It's like. Like, they do a whole episode on avocados and like how it created like a cartel. Okay, so yeah, so it's not it's not like how like the Food Network like oh here's the the history of potato chips or anything like mm-hmm. that. I from it it's it gets it gets pretty dark, doesn't it? It, it does. Okay. They have one uh, where they talk about like um, meat packing companies mm-hmm. and how like. We had Purdue and how Purdue like got bought out by a Brazilian company mm-hmm. and they basically dominated the entire world. Okay. With them their meat packing and, and um then they got into some 
embezzlement bullshit and they ended up going to jail. Like, Mm -hmm. there's chicken murders. Chicken murders? Yeah, chicken murders. Um, They talk about water, like how Nestle is basically an evil corporation. Mm -hmm. Um, They talk about peanuts. Okay. And, like, how it affects... um, the industry and like allergies and stuff. What was the? You said they had one that's on chocolate. That's pretty. Oh yeah, pretty chocolate good. is like. You ever hear of the blood diamond? Yeah. It's the same thing, but with chocolate. I remember they used that term. It's called conflict diamond. Um, they use that same term for avocados. Conflict avocados. I was like, holy shit! I never thought I would hear that. Yeah, it was the same thing with the chocolate, but it's more <laughs> of blood diamond. Yeah. Terminology. It's yeah, like yeah. bad. Yeah, you 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 were telling me about this, and you're like, "Are right, you like we gotta watch it?" And I'm like, "Okay, which one? You, which one should I watch?" You're like, "Turn on the avocado one," and holy shit, I was so hooked to that <laughs> to that episode <laughs> because they start talking about like how these cartels are like kidnapping these like landowners who have these avocado trees and shit like that, mm-hmm. and how um, because like I remember they covered they they covered I think Orange County and how that was like a booming market in the avocado. In San Diego Uh, County. Yeah, San Diego County. And then there was, like, Mexico. That kind of filled in because we were seasonal in the U.S. and they're not. Yeah, yeah. And then how, like, the Mex... How that kind of, like, started, like, these cartels and stuff like that. These kidnapping, embezzlements, and all that kind of... Extortion. There you go. Mm -hmm. And then how Chile got into the game and how they're, like, keeping water from, like, the people to, like, feed these avocado trees and Mm -hmm. shit like that. Like people have to buy water from water companies exactly. with trucks. Yeah, and I'm just like, yo, I just want an avocado on my fucking toes. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? I like, and I really want to watch the 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 bottle one, the water bottle one, mm-hmm. because, like, I granted I buy bottled water, but I remember a time where we could just drink water from the faucet. Yeah, and I'm just I like, and yeah, and they do bring Flint into it. Oh, do they? They, oh, they do. It's not most of the episode, but mm-hmm. they kind of start off with it. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, I see a theme with this one. Okay. China is fucking trifling. Go on. I mean, that's nothing new, but go on. Like, in all of these episodes, you've got Chinese are fucking up with the honey. Like, they're okay. all, they, they make, they, fa- they keep finding new ways to import, like, tampered with um honey and shit really okay because the more you dilute it the more money you can make oh yeah because there's a honey episode right mm-hmm. okay okay or like their garlic is like bringing the stock the the market prices down because they're like flooding the market with their garlic or like there's they got into the winemaking industry you know like so like they have a you know every single episode it's like wine chinese people like honey China. Uh-huh. Oh, avocados shit. from Chile? China. Like China is buying the oh, avocados yeah, that's from Chile. Okay, so here I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to add a little bit more fuel to that fire. So last week um uh my girlfriend and I we went to go see Daniel Slosh who's like this I think he's Scottish. He's a Scottish comedian. Um and he starts talking about uh, that he toured in Japan, right? Uh he toured in Japan or China? I think he maybe toward china um and how he was like having a good time with him and this other community he's torn with and how they were just um he heard that they had like the best whiskey ever right mm-hmm. and 
whiskey is a very Scottish thing, right? Yeah. And the reason why that their whiskey is so much better is what they do is they actually import Scottish water. And and to like to dilute uh, to uh, to make the whiskey and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and it's like the finest whiskey in the world. And it's like these Asian folks know how to make their shit. Like they gotta like one up like every like mm-hmm. like nationality. They're either doing it better because mm-hmm. they're going to the other countries and training. Yeah, like yeah, exactly with the wine. Yeah, or they're straight up like stealing shit. I've heard stories about Nintendo. Well, Nintendo's like, not in this, but I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm like, I've heard, I heard some crazy stories about <laughs> Nintendo, like some shady shit. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> but yeah, so like this series is so fucking good. Th- that shit was funny when you told me that you're like, you you like marathoned it, and you're like, wait, there's a second season, and I was like, did you did you not know you watched it? You're like, I just watched a bunch of them. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I watched the first and the second season, except for one. Which one was that one? Uh, the Death of Cod or something like that. Like Codfish? Yeah. Ooh. And I finally watched that one the other night. Yeah, I got to jump on that. I, I really want to watch the bottle, the water bottle and the chocolate one. I really got to check that one out. Yeah. Oh, Sugar Cane is an, another oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me about that. You told me about that. Yeah, that one's really fucked up. Um, okay. So what also I've, I've been checking out is I've, I'm going through the third season of Succession. Fucking phenomenal show mm-hmm. you kelsey tell me why are you not watching succession and why do you hate joy because i i like depression better you know the, inside the, out that you'll love succession sadness her name was sadness you'll love succession mm-hmm. it's not depressing it's just so it's so good to watch these rich people that are like murdoch level rich mm-hmm. right murdoch family rich and just fucking just eat each other mm-hmm. it's like it's like yeah like these people are just fucked up right mm-hmm. but not in a fucked up like oh the dramatic way like oh wow this is some serious family drama but i'm gonna go ahead and laugh because y'all are rich mm-hmm. you know um so i'm on the third season third season is like popping off right um first season started off like kind of like kind of slow but like it's like really building like the the recent episode i saw i think is episode four mm-hmm. um it got it. It got it was. So, it got like really intense. Like at one point, like this. I mean, I because I'm not trying to spoil it or anything like that. But let's just say like the family almost lost the business, right? Right. And it's like this kind of like oh shit no maybe maybe not maybe not so like kind of moment and stuff like that. And how um the dude who played Logan Roy, um, God I'm forgetting his fucking name right now. Uh, guy who played Logan Roy, uh, Brian Cox, like he, the, he, his character is like so sharp and very like business like. It's so funny seeing his character not that <laughs> in this particular episode. It was like fucking hilarious. One person who I love watching is Kieran Culkin, who is Macaulay Culkin's younger brother, as Roman Roy. Mm-hmm. His insults are like hurt me, please. It's so because it, it's so fucking funny, mm-hmm. like. The way how he like talks to people and shit like that, it's like I wish I could fucking like come that fucking fast with like my insults and shit. Mm. Um, but I mean, I'm not the I'm not the only one who said that. Like, there's a lot of critics who are just like, yeah, this is like the best season. Even the brokers I live with, I live with, fuck, I work with. <laughs> Patrick, <laughs> Mike, <laughs> are they are are your brokers not here? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
thing. You got two of them out of 12. I know, right? I'm, like, think, I'm trying to think, like, which one, which one, which one? <laughs> um, so the brokers I work with actually love the show, too. <laughs> Even though they are rich. <laughs> <laughs> I, bet you th- I bet you when they watch it, they're like... Yeah, but they're seen, not that level rich. I know, but I bet, I bet when they watch it, like, yeah, I've seen that. Well, oh, maybe, I know, I know, maybe Pete is, I but... I've seen people act like that, or some shit like that, but it's like, <laughs> fucking watch the show, Kelsey! Watch the show! Mm. Watch it! Okay. Right now. Stop recording. Watch it. No, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so what else? What, what is this you've been checking out? The Motive? Yeah. What is this? All right. So it's on Netflix as well. Mm-hmm. Um... The synopsis of this one is in Jerusalem, 1986, a 14-year-old boy shoots his family point-blank in their beds, yet questions persist. In this docuseries, insiders come forward. Okay. Now I remember, because you told me about this on Saturday. Uh No, on Sunday. You told me about this on Sunday. I was like, what the fuck? Uh But go on, go on, go on. Dude, okay. First of all. Okay, first of all. (laughs) Let me cut you off. The fact you said, dude, you really call me dude, (laughs) which means you're very (laughs) excited about this. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, go on. They have no qualms mm. about showing how horrific and graphic the crime scene is. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of shows don't do that. Yeah, they, like, blur it out or they, like, kind of imply. Or something. they'll show it, like, a, for a little bit and then they, t- like, move on. Mm. No, they were there for at least a whole entire episode and you're just, like, seeing the shit and you're just wondering... How did all that blood get up on the ceiling if oh they were shot in their beds? Oh, my God. Did, he, did, they, did they jump like the character from, <laughs> from the Harley Potter? Well, I'm just thinking, like, if he's laying in bed, did he, like, get on the floor and then, like, try and get the, the muzzle, like, yeah. up under his Slide. head or something? Yeah. And, like, I don't know. Um, it's a really interesting docuseries about how well-loved this 14 year old kid was what's what's the name of the do you remember the name of the kid um no okay uh okay go on go on go on um and he is like dead air dead air what i'm saying dead air i don't because i don't like dead air, dead air that's why okay um it's like it talks about like how well loved he was and is still, even though he did these things. Like mm. everyone was just waiting for him to come back to society, and he. There's no motive. Like they don't know why he did it. Mm-hmm. But like other people have been, you know, it's all hearsay. But like, one person said that he had said that he killed them because they were making him weak. Like he would never become successful if they were still alive, and like he made sure he. Like, he just, I don't know. Oh, they don't say, even say his name. Like, because I'm looking at the storyline. It said, on a wintry on a wintry Friday night in 1986, 14-year-old A, like in quotations, A, woke up in his home. So I don't think they, they give the kid's name. No. But they definitely show his face. Yeah. He was really hot as an adult, too. <laughs> okay. Like, like, damn, like a model hot. Yeah, he's cute, except for all the murder stuff. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's what the reporter said. Shut up. That's what she said. Oh my god! She okay, because someone asked her, because someone interviewed her, because mm. she she um, was much younger when she interacted with him, mm. and so the person interviewing her was like, "Did you maybe fall in love with him a little bit?" Mm. And she's like, "I did." Oh wow! Holy shit! But she's like, 
But then the lady was like, well, why didn't anything ever happen with that? Okay, the kid's name is Avi Samuel. Avi Samuel? Yeah, okay. Well, and then she's like, why didn't anything happen with that? She's like, but I just kept thinking about the murders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Okay, so this kid kills his entire family, right? Mm-hmm. It's a family of what, four or five? Or? Well, it's a family of five, including him, but okay. he killed four. Okay, he killed four, okay. His dad had the most amazing mustache, by the way. Okay. It literally was this. Like it, it was a mustache, uh-huh. and it went straight into mutton chops. There was no beard or anything. He was clean shaven underneath that. Very impressive. <laughs> I've never seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so why do why do you like this? Do- why is this documentary on uh, on the, on your try list? Because it's so good. Because he. Is fascinating because no one knows why he did it. Mm-hmm. Because you get the idea from how people were talking about him that he was actually a genius. Oh, okay. And he basically, like, got away with it. Shit. Like, he's living his life right now. Oh, I take that back. I'm so sorry. The kid's, the kid's name, his name is not Avia Samuel. That's the young invest, that's the youth investigator. Oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's my mistake. I didn't mean to. Yeah. Hey, Avi, if you're listening, my bad, dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're not saying the kid's name or anything. Uh, police were called to home and Aaron Cohen and the youth chose them. Uh, bodies of Nassim Cohen and his wife, Lim. Okay. So they're not saying the kid's name. Teenage daughter. Uh, yeah, they're not saying the boy's name. Um, so the, what, what makes this different from other like typical like murder mystery styles kind of shit? What's what? What makes this different than other type of like murder mystery like uh docuseries like well, for ID one or thing, whatever it's in jerusalem mm. so it's not like an american t- you know tv series or whatever mm. um the other thing is that you i don't know it's so well-rounded like they show you his school life and like his friends and his home life and like the letters he they they interview everybody everybody mm-hmm. from the murders till he was an adult that interacted with him mm-hmm. and all of them said we don't get it he's such a nice guy yeah um, okay so not to spoil it or anything like that I just want to talk about this one 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 minor one little minor thing mm-hmm. um, you had said that 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 this kid was trying to say that like the green monster told him or something like that oh right? yeah yeah and they were just like. That makes no sense. Yeah, they didn't believe him. <laughs> and he's and wait, did you did you say? Uh, I, I, cr- please correct me if I'm wrong. Did you say what happens at the end, or did you not? Because I, I feel like I don't want to just want to. Oh, I, I did, but it's like, I mean, it's it's U.S. history. It was yeah. not U.S. history. It's just history. It's history. Yeah, he okay. got he got away with it. Yeah, and it, like even like even like they couldn't even like the prosecution or whatever couldn't. Like, they could see, like, the whole green monster thing was bullshit. He mm. was still, like, yeah, he still, like, got away with it. Yeah, he did. Fuck. Like, like he went to jail. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, like, not, like. But he went to jail in a different type of murder offense that would allow him to keep everything that his family left behind. <laughs> Fuck. But if they considered him a murderer, mm-hmm. he would have lost all that stuff. Fucking sociopath. Exactly. Straight up sociopath. 
It's so good. You got to watch it. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I like even though you you told me pretty much like what happens, I still want to check it out. I'm like, what? No, because you got to look at him. You got to see how small and tiny he is, mm-hmm. and like, like how young he is, and like how he could do something like that, mm-hmm. and how little emotion he had. like. It's I cannot sell it to you enough. Are you are you fascinated by this sociopath now? They show a lot of home videos too. Really? Yeah. Did you say okay? Did you say that he he actually looks handsome as an adult? Yeah, I did. You're falling in love with him. See, that's your type. Definitely. That's your type. Look, it's all dark and handsome with a little bit of murder. <laughs>
What's his face? The black director that does the fucking dolly pull. Oh, Spike Lee? You'd almost swear that he directed this. You get a little bit of Spike Lee in here and shit like that. Yeah. Like, and all that kind of stuff. Um, well, fuck it. I'm going to ask it anyway. I mean, because Kelsey already kind of went off. Kelsey, what did you think about this movie? <laughs> I like this movie. <laughs> I'm, so, did, I'm so glad you liked it. Like, it. It's not a good movie, but it's also a good fucking movie. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not a good movie. It's not. It's like, it is really hard to follow, and it's there's a lot of cheesy shit. But it's but entertaining as fuck. It is very entertaining. This movie is 90s as fuck. <laughs> Super 90s as fuck. Um, all right, so what did you... Unironically uh, liked? What I guess? did I ironically like? Yeah, what did you ironically like? I guess it's <laughs> unironically. Okay. Uh, what did you like? Um, I liked, I like, liked and also loathed Stephen Baldwin. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy J. Like, I kind of like him, but mm-hmm. like, he's almost like the great value version of, um, we love him. He was in... Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Who's also in Watchmen. Oh, um, I know you're talking about his name is... Look it up real quick. <laughs> Tim, Bla- Tim Blake Nelson. Yeah. Yeah, I think I feel like Tim Blake Nelson saw that role and was like, I can do better. I think Tim Blake Nelson actually talks the way he does in these shows, though. No, he has like a really southern twang. That's what I'm saying. Uh, I don't think... Yeah. yeah, I think he really does talk like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I feel like that, and then like Billy Zane. That boy, if if there's ever an incarnation of Satan himself, it's Billy Zane, <laughs> and not like not like devil horns and stuff like that. Like very tempting, like, like Lucifer. Yeah, like smooth eyes. Like the TV shows Lucifer. Yeah, yeah. Oh my! Why did he play Lucifer? I think I would have loved him to play Lucifer. Um, this uh, the other guy did a good job. I, ever I just t- think it wasn't written well. He, he I, 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 from whatever, from the scenes I've, I've seen of that show, he's very like, like smiley. Yeah, because like. he's written that way. But there are very, very emotional scenes mm-hmm. every once in a while in that show, mm. and he his acting ability comes out for like for real, for real. Mm, okay, all right, still not watching it, but all right, I got you. <laughs> um, so what were we were going to say about Billy Zane? Hot. Of course, you think he's hot. Of course, look, he, he was hot. Of course, it is hard for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't generally find people attractive. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I like their personality gets in the way or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't really generally like blondes. So perfect because Billy Zane is not blonde. Yeah, Billy Zane, um, who I might add, uh, shares a birthday with me. Yeah. I just like to point that out. I wonder out. why I like you. Oh, man. He got he let himself go. Did he? Oh, yeah. I'm just looking at pictures of him. But he's old. He's he's getting up there in age. Yeah. Anyway. Rude. Rude. My stank. Anyway, go on. What are you going to say about me when I get old? You've lost your way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Go on. Go on. Go on. Um, let's see. Anybody, anybody who stuck out for you in that in this movie, these top notch actors, Billy Zane, Billy Zane, he, he uh, stuck, he stood out more than just his good looks. Like he is such a believable asshole. Oh, he's such a fucking villain. He's just, just 
chewing up. She's just nom, 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 just eating up all the scene and everything. Yeah. Um, Mario Van Peebles, I, like, I couldn't really get behind him that much. Like, mm-hmm. and they kept doing these weird flashbacks that I was like, okay, this is pretentious artistic bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like... They're very, like, kind of, like, sepia-toned, like, flashbacks. Yeah. And it, and it was so weird how, like, the how the camera worked where it was, like, like, nor, like present time and then flashback. And it's, like, close-up, like, whoa, whoa, like, what's going on? I like, know. Yeah. Um, yeah, Marvin Peoples, he, like, it's so funny. He walked around, like, if he was, like, too cool for school. But he was mm. trying too hard to be too cool for school. Yeah, exactly. Um, did, Was Sally Richardson Whitfield... Um, is she the one that played the love interest? Lana? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that either. She like looked a certain way when he saw her again. Mm-hmm. And then like she looked really different in every scene she was in. Like the flashback, she looked almost like your traditional like frontier town woman with her hair up and the big dress. Yeah. And then you see her and it's like slim down type clothing yeah, and like, like straight up like native american no like. no no it wasn't quite native american uh. it was just like like a long skirt and like like a tank top type shirt i think yeah but that's the thing but I think, then later on it was definitely native american and i'm like what the fuck yeah i know was, and i'm like who she has a black daddy like yeah like and, and the and the thing the thing they were trying to make like the fact that she they like they were really trying to explain the fact that like she's half Native American, half African American, and it's just so weird because she was going through like the dress changes was like so like kind of funky, mm-hmm. um, which I probably probably leads into like the editing with the editing's wild as hell with this whole movie, <laughs> um, but yeah, like when they would show her like when they would show her doing flashbacks, I would swear it was like a completely different woman, yeah, and I was like, oh wait, that's okay, that's that's supposed to be his love interest. Who is she again? Like yeah. kind of like weird thing. <laughs> like honestly, when we we saw the flashbacks of her before we actually saw her, and I was like, I honestly got the impression that I was never actually gonna see her. <laughs> yeah. Like that was it. That was his past. Yeah. Even like the flashbacks, you got you actually got a sense that like she like I mean like the whole the whole town like you would never think like that like, town would it not died. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess it kind of makes sense why like. When he finds that town, he's like, "Oh shit, they actually built this town," mm. and I, I was just like, it, "It's it goes into the whole thing how you're like this is like three different movies in yeah. one." Did Did you ever watch the show Gargoyles? Yeah, I loved that show. You know who she played, right? No. The cop. Uh-huh. The human cop. <laughs> okay, when you say, "Did you ever watch that show?" What's always the thing that I say next? You just said, like, uh-huh, like, yeah. Uh-huh. What's the thing that I always say next? I don't remember. Yes. <laughs> I she, remember I loved it, and I Elisa, remember... Elisa, she was, like, the only female... She was, she was other than, like, Xanadu or whatever the guy's name was. Like, that was, I like, only the... only remember the part of the opening credits with the gargoyles on the building. Yo, that fucking opening credits slaps. No, but I don't remember the whole thing. I only know that it does because you showed it to me again recently because mm-hmm. they were going to do something with the gargoyles. Oh, uh, because I think I was like wondering if uh, supposedly like I think they're supposed to be bringing gargoyles back. Mm. And that was a show that you, we both were like, yeah, well, we love the show, but you 
particularly oh, love that show. That cartoon was so fucking dope. That cartoon was like, oh my god, you can have drama and plot twists and a mm-hmm. fucking kid show. Brilliant. I loved that show. I just don't remember it. Oh shit, it's on Disney Plus. Fuck yeah. Is it? Yeah, three seasons. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay, posse. <laughs> <laughs> posse. Um yeah so like this direct i don't know what the fuck marvin b was smart i get what he was trying to do he was mm. trying to make like a black cowboy film but like cool like hip and like you know like the 90s flair and stuff like that and it's but it's so it's so much style with so lack of substance it's like it's almost just a, like a lot of posturing and shit like yeah, it's, that it's a spike lee movie <laughs> No, no, you stop that. There's, Spike Lee has like some deep nuance in it and everything. Some of them. Okay. Not stop. all of them. I remember you enjoyed... Uh, I, I, I did. I was... Uh, you did enjoy Do the Right Thing. Uh-huh. I remember you, you really liked that. Uh, Lady... Oh, not Lady Sings the Blues. Um, no, I like that one too. No, no, no. That's not Spike Lee film. Um, <laughs> Mo Better Blues. There you go. Lady Sings the... Oh, you did like that one with, with Diana Ross. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one too. Okay. Uh, so back to Posse. Okay, so which... <laughs> We keep fucking just detracting and going out everywhere. All right, all right. So, what did you did you did you listen? What did you think of the action? The action that was going on. I think the wildest thing Mm -hmm. was the fact that because they were in New Orleans, Mm -hmm. okay, they had made some wild reference to using gold to kill a fucking devil. That made no so fucking sense. So they kept enough gold mm-hmm. to make four gold bullets. Was it four bullets? Four. Yeah, Marvin Peoples, his character makes literally has four bullets made out of gold. And they just kind of hold on to it for a while. And then at the end, mm-hmm. he shoots the one guy. He he does use those gold, gold bullets a couple of times. Remember he shoots he shoots the uh uh what's it called the iron the the, the, the iron, blacksmith the blacksmith he shoots the blacksmith with one. There's the other guy who's like uh you're not gonna shoot an unarmed man because it happens so but that's the thing like it happens so well, fast. Well, there's the mayor. There's the mayor. There was the not mayor. the mayor the guy who killed the mayor. Yeah, oh the sheriff of like Whitestown or wherever it's called. Mm. Um, and then there was the sheriff's assistant, the one who was like giving the keys to the KKK. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So he's already. So yeah, he's no, he's for no. But boy. I mean, the last one was the wildest one because they all died pretty normally. Oh yeah. But that, the last one was like so over fucking dramatic, that's and true. you just it's got to hit you over the head. That that bullet that. That, you know, that last gold bullet was uh-huh. intended to kill the demon, and boy, did it ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I actually thought that shit was, it was funny, but still kind of cool at the same time, where um, the sheriff, like, the sheriff shoots Blair Underwood, which I was like, of course Blair Underwood's like a scumbag in this movie. He's like a scumbag in most of his movies. Mm-hmm. Um, he shoots Blair Underwood, and then fucking, uh, what's homeboy's name? Uh, what was his name? Like, Jimmy something? Oh, Jimmy Teeters. No, 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 not Jimmy Teeters. No, no, uh, Jesse Lee. Uh, Mario <laughs> Van Peebles' character. <laughs> Jesse Teeters? Who the fuck's Jesse Teeters? Jimmy, I said Jimmy Teeters. Oh, Jimmy Teeters. Okay, no, he that's said Teeters. Jimmy, and I said Jimmy something, and I was yeah. like, Jimmy Teeters. And you're like, no, no. Jesse Lee. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Jesse Lee is, like, steps out of a doorway, and then the the 
the racist dude is like, where are you? Blah, blah, blah. No, he's like, come on out so I can uh, send you to hell? Or he says something like that. And he goes, uh, Jesse, Jesse Lee's like, steps in another doorway. And he's like, uh, when you get to hell, tell him Jesse, Jesse Lee sent you. Like that. <laughs> I thought that line was cool. Of course you would. That was cool. I thought it was cool. Can we talk about the guy who was being tortured outside? The guy who was who was being punched repeatedly. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. The, the, we okay. We don't we we don't really talk about this often. We okay. We, occasionally we'll we'll talk about like the sound design and be like, oh yeah, it sounded great. Blah blah. The sound design is so fucking stupid. <laughs> it also doesn't really match. The audio visual does not match up. Yeah, yeah. So you want to you want to. There's like a point? delay. Mm-hmm. And so like. Um, I think it's um, Colonel Graham is walking with his people outside or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's talking in his evil way, whatever. Mm-hmm. And like they're passing, like it's like it almost feels like a Disney set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you said, they shot this in the backlog of like. No, it looks like they went to the French Quarter yeah, in Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like, the, mm. the area that looks like the French Quarter, yeah. and that's where they shot it. Yeah. Like, it almost looks like a Pirates of the Caribbean ride. You know, like, it's yeah, all super staged. Yeah. And so, you have, like, this guy punching mm. this other guy that's tied up, like, mm. in the stomach. Mm. And, like, every time he punched him, it was a delay. Like, he'd punch, and then you hear, <laughs> and then he'd punch him, delay, <laughs> Or like there, and then the guy's screaming. He's like, ah! Yeah, and you can tell it's like, uh, like an audio from like that's pre-used in other movies and stuff yeah. like that. There was even a couple of times where like he threw a punch and clearly did not connect, but you're. <laughs> <laughs> and then he stops and he watches Billy Zane walk by. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> and then he just goes back to yeah. punching him. Oh, I gotta get back to punch this guy. Do do Speaking of like weird things that sound, or things, yeah, things that sound really weird. Stephen Baldwin's accent that he does in this in this movie, like, well, you know, you gotta gotta gamble together and stick together because we're brothers and stuff. (laughs) Which I have a I have a I have a theory that Stephen Baldwin's character only hung around with everybody because he wanted that he wanted that dick. That boy was just like. so obvious. Yeah, he was so up like Big Daddy King's ass. They even have a naked scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's like, my dreams come true. <laughs> it's like everyone's in the water and they're naked. And mm. like one of the, uh, I'm well, surprised they didn't use Stephen Baldwin, but one of the other black actors was like, oh my God, it's so big. Oh yeah, Charles Lane was looking at Tom Lester's, <laughs> Thomas Jr.'s dick and like Colin. <laughs> you know what? I, I have to correct you. Hmm. They weren't all naked. Mars Van People. Mars Van People had that hat. Still had that hat oh on. Oh my god! <laughs> I would never leave his head. <laughs> so there was that sex scene that he and um, Sally Richardson Whitfield did, mm. and he, she was undressing him. First, we thought he would never take his jacket off either. Mm-hmm. But like, she started undressing him, and eventually he didn't have a shirt on. But it took a while, yeah. and then, like. <laughs> He still had his hat on the whole time. And then when they cut the scene, uh-huh. 
and then it went to her. She had the hat on. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. I mean, it's not really any different, but okay. Yeah. The hat found a new home, <laughs> and it was on her head. And then I think afterwards, he put the hat back on. <laughs> that hat never left his head at, like, I mean, sorry. It, not, I think not, there was one time where I saw it not on his head. Yeah, if it, and if he wasn't wearing that hat, he was wearing a different hat. Like, at the beginning where he was wearing his, like, Confederate Army hat, uh, getup. Or maybe mm-hmm. it was, like, North... Uh, uh north army or whatever but like the union army yeah union army thank you but he still had a hat on it's so weird it's not like he was like bald or anything like that he had like nice hair and shit Mm. he just never took off the hat because you know why Hmm. he was like i'm the star of this movie i'm gonna be a badass all the time i'm gonna be a badass behind the camera in front of the camera this is my hat i wear the motherfucking hat you know that dedication to that hat i wish he spent more time dedicating to this movie (laughs) And then it was like an opportunity for him to have a scene with his dad. And his dad was basically like, yeah, you could fuck my daughter. Sure. That shit was so weird. Like, yeah. I mean, who, who doesn't? Who yeah, doesn't you going to give me money? All right, cool. Give yeah. me some money and I'll let you fuck my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, that's not like, I mean, it's because it, his dad is played by Melvin Van Peebles. But his dad, it's so weird. His dad's played, his dad's played by Melvin Van Peebles. Who's his, I'm sorry, not his dad. It's a friend. It's a friend of it's his. It's a friend who's like his like mentor like father-in-law yeah and it's played by melvin van peoples and you look at them you're just like they're clearly related so much so that like their shows their shirts that are open like they have the same chest chest structure yeah they're still related (laughs) but yeah that part was like well maybe if you maybe i'll give you some money let me spend time with your daughter i'm like (laughs) he's like all right yeah. He takes the money and leaves. Granted, he doesn't like do anything gross, but still the idea is like, oh, like, no. <laughs> you know, like, you. Wouldn't oof. you feel lucky to have, you know, Mario Van Peebles as your son in law? He's kind of cool, but he hasn't made anything good in a long time. So maybe, you know, now's your shot. If anything, I would rather hang out with his dad. <laughs> Like so, you, so you would rather his dad marry Leia? <laughs> Why do you have to marry my daughter? Can we, can we just hang out? If he was no. still alive, can we just hang out? No, it's part of the game. We gotta play the game. No, no, not playing that game. <laughs> not playing that game. <laughs> uh, okay, so... So I, I, have to ask, I have to ask Kelsey if you, if you think this movie still holds up. That's a hard one. <laughs> That's a hard one. Why is it a hard one? Because it's so enjoyable, it's hard to say no. Uh, but it doesn't. But, like, I feel like a good amount of people would still love this movie. Yeah, I like it. I, I, I don't I don't know what the score is on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's like 33% or something. It got panned. It got panned hard. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, Roger Ebert gave it, like, Two, he, Roger Ebert gave it like two thumbs down and everything, um, and and when you watch it, it's like it, it honestly it, it's not it's not that good of like the, the plot is thin as fuck and like we said it's like three movies in one and shit because it starts off like uh, like Spanish like Spanish War and then jumps to like New Orleans and shit like that and then them traveling and then them going to like a ta- it's like it's, it's the transitions are so weird and funky mm. it's just like how does it get from this point to this point and they this have point? too many villains. Oh, there's a lot of villains. There's, what's, the, what's the dude's name? The, the Witcher is in this movie and shit. 
That was amazing. Yeah, this guy who looks like fucking Henry Cavill's The Witcher is in this movie as like an albino Cherokee. <laughs> it's weird. Um, so I, I will, I will go and say, I will go and say, it doesn't hold up because it's it's of its time, mm-hmm. but it's still fun to watch just to be like, this movie is crazy. Like they 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 didn't know what the fuck they were doing with any no. of this shit. <laughs> And you could tell the the direction and the cinematography is very like, um, it's it's like there's no interpretation. Uh-huh. They do everything like logically, <laughs> like this is how logically you can make the scene work, uh-huh. or this is how logically you could make this idea come across. <laughs> and I'm like, oh fuck, I think this is what would look like if I made a movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a it's like a 33 percent on Rotten Tomato. Um, nice. I know, right? I I kind of want to see. I, I kind of want to turn this into a drinking game. Like, how many times can, how many times can Marvel and people's characters say, "I'm going here, so don't follow me," or like, you, like, <laughs> you guys go your separate way, or like, how many times does Stephen Baldwin talk about gambling, mm. or how many times does Big Daddy Kane pop up that that watch, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, or talk about his um. His odds. Oh yeah, his odds. Yeah, Lady Luck not with him and shit like that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> or how many times did they make a white uh, a reference to being white or black, like making jokes? Oh yeah, it's a ton of that. <laughs> I know we'd probably die. <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol poison right there. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that's. Uh, you have anything else? Anything else you want to add to this? No. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm done with this too. <laughs> um. So that's going to be our show for this week. We'd like to thank everybody for joining us. Um, we particularly like to thank the folks over at Your Entertainment Corner for hosting this podcast on their website. Uh, <laughs> Kelsey occasionally, I would say Kelsey occasionally, Kelsey does write for Your Entertainment Corner. It's just site, the site's been pretty slow because the homegirl hasn't been feeling too well. Also, <laughs> the last time I wrote for them was in May. <laughs> yeah, but you're still there. You're still considered like staff. You're still good. I am. You know, yeah. when I met up with Judy this weekend and we talked about you know writing press releases and stuff yeah um so yeah you know for all your well you know for all your film news tv news reviews go to your entertainment uh you can find this podcast on all podcast catchers you know like i say in every episode uh so for next week uh next week's episode we're going to be doing a a recent review which will be on ghostbusters afterlife very curious to watch this but you don't believe in an afterlife so you don't believe in this movie. This movie doesn't exist. That's why I'm curious to watch this. <laughs> uh, so Ghostbusters Afterlife. Um, I believe it comes out. I, mean, I want to make sure I get the dates correctly. It comes out on uh, November 19th, which is on a Friday. Um, Yay. The day before my birthday. The day before Kelsey's birthday. That's, that's why they made this movie for you. Right there. Uh, I made something good. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna check it out. If you don't feel safe or comfortable going to the theaters, you don't worry about it. You know, we we are still gonna check it out and you know talk about it for next week's uh, show. Or you should have a fun game where you close your eyes mm-hmm. for almost for about two hours and you play. So take a nap. Okay. No, no, no. Mm. Don't go to sleep. You try to imagine. <laughs> the trailers that are going to be playing so you make up like five or six trailers in your head Mm -hmm. okay and then you 
play the movie in your head how you think. Then you listen to the show. Oh, my God. And see if it matches. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) Ghostbusters Afterlife in theaters November 19th. Um, Our geriatric cinematic is going to be 1984's Ghostbusters. Kelsey's still laughing at her own joke. You're laughing, too. I'm just smiling because I'm just like, let me get through this. (laughs) Uh Kelsey, you've never seen Ghostbusters, have you? <laughs> What's my favorite answer? I don't remember. No, I did, but I don't remember it. <laughs> I did, don't remember it. Um, so I remember a scene on top of a building and some lady. Damn, spoilers, fuck. <laughs> that didn't happen in the movie. It happened in one of them. No. Yes, it did. Shh, don't spoil it. <laughs> So yeah, we're gonna be doing, we're gonna be check, we're gonna be rewatching that. We're gonna, crazy rewatch it. We're gonna watch it, see if it still holds up. Um, that is available to rent on Amazon, Apple TV, YouTube TV, and, and other VOD services. Uh, fuck, this topic's perfect. Holy shit! The topic will be: I saw a ghost, but I might have been I might have just been high. Oh, huh. We should do our variety time next week on like things we've seen. God, fuck! You read my mind because I, I, I had thought about that earlier today. I was like, "Oh, that could be a variety time, like talking about ghosts and shit like that." Yeah, you can definitely do that. Like, I'm looking at the ghost right now. <laughs> Listen, mm. when you watch the show, when you watch the movie in your head, <laughs> which movie? Ghostbusters. Both of them. <laughs> okay. Then you have to go through each streaming service to see if it matches on every single one of them. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> wait. What? <laughs>